Did you know some travel credit cards offer 10x points on your spending? Don't miss out on big rewards for your next trip. NerdWallet lets you compare smart travel credit cards side by side, curated by an expert team of finance nerds. What could future you do with better travel rewards? A free flight? A room upgrade? Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. Here at How to Money, we're always encouraging listeners to think about some of the different ways they can earn some money on the side to reach their financial goals. And guess what? While you're away, your home could also earn extra income. Your empty space could be an Airbnb while you're traveling, because that's all you need to become an Airbnb host. Yeah, hosting is a lot easier than you might think, and you don't need to Airbnb a whole house. You can just host your extra spare room. So consider becoming an Airbnb host, because your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, it's Matt here for Health Aid Kombucha. This bubbly probiotic tea blended with real fruit juice is deliciously thirst-quenching and great for your gut health. Health Aid Kombucha comes in many flavors like Pink Lady Apple, Passion Fruit Tangerine, and Ginger Lemon, which is one of my favorites since it has that extra ginger kick. I'm a big fan, though the kids prefer the the mango lemonade. It's organic, it's non-GMO, and a great alternative to sodas and other sugary drinks. Just look for the brown bottle with an anchor in your local stores. Give it a try today. Make Health Aid Kombucha your go-to for a healthier, happier you. Supercharge your work decks with AI-powered Canva presentations. All you do is start with a prompt. You describe your, your presentation in a few words, and Canva presentations will generate captivating slides that you can then customize in seconds. Canva presentations are designed for every workplace and every department. Whether you work in sales, marketing, HR, ops, and more, Canva presentations can generate any deck you want for work. Sales decks, marketing presentations, onboarding plans, you name it. Any department can save time on any presentation with AI. Generate slides and seconds with Canva presentations at canva.com. Designed for work. Welcome to How to Money. I'm Joel. And I am Matt. And today we're discussing shrinking your mortgage payment, what to do with expiring travel vouchers, and free food. Food. Who doesn't want free food? It makes takes me back to college when I signed up for a credit card to get that free pizza. <laughs> uh, but we'll talk about that here in a little bit. But this is our Friday flight episode where, we, yeah, we, we break down some of the different stories that we saw in the news this week and, and specifically discuss how it pertains to our money, our personal finances. Uh, I'm excited to get to all of our stories today, Joel. All right. But before we get to that, I got a frugal or cheap for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, my... I, lo- I love frugal or cheap. <laughs> <laughs> There's actually another one that we're going to talk about later, later on in the episode, too. But this one is a personal one because uh, on Disney Plus, there's a newish movie that they've got right now called Maya and the Last Dragon. Yep. And was it Maya or, or is it Raya? Oh, Raya. That's yeah, right. Yeah. That's right. It's Maya the Bee, Raya and the Dragon. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, remember Maya, Maya the Bee back in the day? I don't think so. It's like a kid's you know, cartoon. She's a bee. She flies around. I don't think I ever watched that one. Maya the Bee. <laughs> <laughs> but if that one's free, I'll watch that one instead because this one costs- Because Raya the Dragon. This one's 30 bucks, man. That's what-, what I, I saw that Disney's, up there on Disney Plus. Yeah, that's what they're trying to charge for this new flick. And uh, so, yeah, my girls, they, you know, they're flipping around on Disney Plus and they see this one. They're like, this looks cool. Dad, can we watch this one? And I'm like, 
no, that costs $30. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, am I being... And they're like, Dad, stop being cheap! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they really they really do want to watch it. And, uh, you know, it gets a 94 on Rotten Tomatoes. So, you know, I'm like, all right, nice. it's, it's, pr- it's, probably, it's probably a decent movie. Critics but, or audience? Uh, uh, I think that was the critics, yeah. Oh, wow. So, yeah, nicely reviewed. But I think it's going to have to get like a... 193 for me to be able to, <laughs> to spend 30 bucks on it but uh yeah so so i basically shut them down and you know i told them if they want to pay their own money they can but that's a lot of money for these two little girls to scrounge up so yeah, well, yeah what's your take am i being frugal or am i being cheap by avoiding the 30 dollar movie dude there's no way that we would we would pay that i mean 30 bucks maybe if our girls all of our girls got together and pulled their money together maybe they could they could rent it for the 30 dollars. but that's just a lot of money for a rental you know like a few bucks sure i'll, I'll spend personally i'll spend a few bucks for a rental like it makes me think of uh, just like running a movie back in the day from Redbox, you know, like that's yeah, it's it's something that you can stomach. And we actually rented some movies recently. I mean, we uh, we rented all the Hobbit movies, right? You know, so we read through the story, and so the girls were kind of like we we're, we're, we actually kind of pushed the envelope as to whether or not these were movies that they could handle, uh, that they could watch because it was a little more grown up ish. But we rented those, and I was happy to do that. But yeah, thirty dollars for a single movie. So yeah, I think I'm gonna have to side with you, dude. It is a frugal move, in my opinion, not a cheap move. All right. Well, if they push back too hard on me, I'm gonna send them your way and make you explain it to them. How I'll, I'm just I'll being frugal. It to them. Thirty dollars, <laughs> way too much money. It, it is. It's. Um, I understand. Like hmm. obviously, with with movie theaters being shut down. Yes. Like, yeah. That's why it's happening. Exactly. And I understand that it's a new movie, and they need to make their money. And some people are gonna spend that. That's fine. I'm just not gonna be one of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's one thing to compete with rentals because if you if you look at it from a rental standpoint that's way too much money but if you compare it to taking the whole family to go and see a movie well 30 bucks actually kind of seems like a, a deal yeah <laughs> it seems like a bargain and if that's the market they're trying to tap into i understand it it makes sense and i might even be willing to if it was like a story or something that the girls already knew where they're just something that they're looking forward to but you know if you're just sitting there kind of flipping through disney plus looking for something new to watch that's not the kind of mindset that i would be willing to uh, to pay 30 bucks just to have some entertainment all right well well let's move on matt uh, to the friday flight the sampling of stories we found interesting this week let's talk about freebies right now real quick and and uh, free food let's launch into it let's get it so <laughs> participating crispy cream locations will give you a free donut every day for the rest of the year if you've been vaccinated and uh, since georgia just opened up vaccines to everyone as of yesterday <laughs> looks like we could score a, right. a bunch of free donuts buddy yeah it's too bad that the closest krispy kreme to our house which is the historical one that's actually owned by Shaq, uh, like, like Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it burned down last month, and so it, that's a huge bummer. Because, dude, we've talked about this on the show before, but Krispy Kreme way better than Dunkin' Donuts. Uh, that was a great location. Oh yeah, great. I didn't even know it burned down until you told me, and that made me really sad. Yeah, it was it was in the news, and actually, I think uh, the reports, you know, the investigation showed that it was arson. So somebody, presumably a Dunkin' Donuts fan, uh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe was upset about Krispy Kreme. I don't know, but it uh, can't be somebody with a vendetta against Shaq because <laughs> nobody dislikes Shaq. That guy's the man. He, he, he is the greatest man. It makes me think of when, when he was on Sports Center and he fell off the stage. <laughs> you, remember, you remember that video? No. Oh, dude, I'll, I'll, I'll share it with you. We'll share it with our listeners. We'll post it in the show notes. So funny. He like stood up and got tripped up on the cords under the desk. When big guys fall like that, it, it ain't pretty. I, dude, <laughs> Shaq came up with, out with a rap album when we were in middle school and I totally bought it. And he also had a video game. Like I'm, I'm a huge Shaq fan. So. Uh, also too, Matt, there's a, a brewery in Ohio Market Garden that's giving away 
almost free beer. Well, not free, but ten cents a beer for the first two thousand twenty-one vaccinated folks. Twenty twenty-one that enter the facility. So, I, I think we're going to see more of these like promos for people who get vaccinated. Um, and so, yeah, keep your eyes peeled for free stuff out there. You know, once you once you get the jab in the arm. Yeah, I'm all about that. And you know, let's stick with a free free stuff uh, theme here for a second. And let's do another uh, frugal or cheap. Would you, Joel? Would you change your name to Salmon or for it to include Salmon? In order to, to score some free food? <laughs> it depends on how much free food. Because I would change my name if it was like unlimited free barbecue from my favorite local spot. Oh my gosh. Like I think I would, yeah, I would. I definitely would do that. I would change my name to Suzanne or anything. Like it doesn't matter. If like it, even just one free meal a month for the rest of your life. I would totally include yeah. brisket in my name. Right? <laughs> <laughs> or pork or something like that. Well, that's actually what folks in Taiwan uh, have been doing. 150 people have changed their name to take advantage of a free sushi promotion that this uh, the small restaurant chain launched. Uh, basically, if your name has salmon in it, you get an all-you-can-eat sushi meal with five of your friends. And say so some government officials were none too happy with the barrage of name change requests that they received. Uh, but yeah, this is a, a total frugal or cheap question for folks out there. Uh, I think if I was younger... I would totally do it. Like if I was in college, like it takes me back to, it makes me think about like signing up for a credit card and getting a free pizza, a credit card, by the way, which I handled responsibly. Even back then in college, I was, I knew that was money I was going to have to pay back at some point. But if I was in college and they're like, Hey, we're running this promotion. If you legally change your name to include something, I totally would do it. But now, you know, now that I'm a bona fide grown up, like <laughs> I, don't, I don't have the time for that, dude. Yeah. Like well, I feel like it's too, a lot of hassle to change your name. Like you, know? you said, if it was a recurring free meal, if it was like, one a week for years to come, I'd be like, yeah, I'd be more likely to consider it. Yeah. But if it's like one time, one time only, I'm not changing my name for that. <laughs> no, I'm not too, going through the hassle. Too much work for so little reward for me. Yeah, yeah. exactly. All right, well, let's move on, Matt. Uh, th- there are a lot of people that are trying to figure out what they do with expiring travel vouchers, right? There, there were a lot of travel vouchers given out last year in the spring and the summer for folks who weren't going to be able to take their trip like normal. And there are billions of dollars in vouchers and the expiration uh, date on those vouchers is quickly approaching. And so uh, a lot of folks just aren't sure what to do, especially if they're still uncomfortable traveling. And that was a subject that the Wall Street Journal covered this week. Uh, Some of the airlines are working with folks and they're extending the expiration date on those travel vouchers, which is nice. Other airlines are even refunding them for the value of the voucher, like giving cash instead of making you keep that voucher to travel. Which is very nice. Which is incredibly generous. And and others, though, aren't being so kind, which means if you have one of those soon-to-be-useless vouchers, you really need to stand up for yourself. And and you need to push back if you're being stonewalled by by one of the airlines. Yeah, yeah. The best thing you can do is, is call customer service directly. Ask kindly. You can you know detail the circumstances for why maybe you still aren't comfortable traveling, or you know why maybe that you're completely unable to, as you know like a lot of countries like you can't actually fly into some you know different countries. That's true. A lot, uh, yeah, a lot of countries still won't allow Americans to visit. Exactly. Yeah, and you can also fill out a complaint form with the Department of Transportation if the airline that you're having an issue with won't budge. It's it's not fun to deal with you know some of these major airline customer service divisions much of the time but uh, you know don't let that initial no get you down just keep pressing until they make things right and another sort of easy path to take too is if you know you're thinking about traveling anyway go ahead and book that travel but just make sure that you're aware of the terms make sure the expiration of those vouchers uh, doesn't mean that you have to travel by that date obviously if you have to book before that expiration date that might be a little bit easier than to book and then actually have to physically travel before that expiration date yeah yeah, yeah. know the terms if they can at least be flexible on that 
not, that can allow you to book a trip that's you know months in the future. Yeah, later in the summer. Yeah, yeah, exactly, or, or in the fall. And a lot of folks are going to feel more comfortable traveling then, of course, and there are going to be a lot more destinations, hopefully, uh, open to uh, Americans traveling by August, September, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, all right, Matt, let's talk about real estate a little bit. We uh, upset some of our real estate agent listeners the other day, a couple weeks ago. We discussed what you and I believe is a need for clearer compensation methods in the industry. The traditional 3% to each agent model just isn't in the best interest of consumers. And, and stats show that there are a lot of buyers who have no idea how their agent is compensated. And really, in what other industry besides healthcare is that the case where you don't know the amount of money you're forking over for the service you're getting? You know, we talked about sites like Redfin that are starting to make realtor pay more transparent, which I really appreciate. I think it's really helpful. And I think we're going to see more and more transparency happening in the real estate industry. There's another website I stumbled upon recently. I think I actually got a mailer in my mailbox and I was like, hmm, what's this? It's called listwithclever.com. It's another site that's trying to lower the costs of buying and selling home. And two, Matt, there was an interesting stat in the Wall Street Journal this week. It turns out that there are more realtors than there were homes listed in January. So <laughs> the interesting thing is that there, yeah, there's a lot of realtors, many of which have their license, but they're just not really getting much work. It's kind of a tough industry to be in, right, as an agent. Yeah. At the end of January, there were about 1 million homes listed for sale and almost 1.5 million realtors, <laughs> which is crazy. Yeah. And there just aren't enough homes out there on the market you know, for all these agents out there to get a piece of the pie. And the thing is, too, most of the profits in real estate are going to a small number of agents. You know, If you thought about becoming an agent, like you, you might want to reconsider it because, you know, as someone high up in, in one of the brokerage companies put it in that Wall Street Journal article, they said that there is a low barrier to entry in terms of getting your license, you know, studying, taking the test. But the barriers to success in the field are actually really high. We know a lot of agents out there who stink and love their job. It's, you know, they enjoy it. Uh, they find a lot of fulfillment in it. And I un- totally understand why. But, you know, if you're looking to get into the business because the barrier to entry is low, just know that there's a lot of work that actually goes on after the fact to make money in the business and you know new agents in particular make very little money uh, and with more agents entering the the field entering the industry it takes even more time and even more hard work to make it in this highly competitive business um, and you know on one hand we complain about it but what we're also seeing too is just kind of the natural cycle if there's an opportunity for folks folks will move in that direction there are incentives right and so it's just kind of the the the, the market forces that we're seeing here at work the supply was low the demand for those realtors was high. And so it causes a lot of realtors to to enter the market. But as we've seen that flip, I think it's going to cause a lot of folks to kind of reconsider whether that's something that they want to pursue. Yeah, I think I saw that in the first two years of being an agent, the the average earnings is $9,000 for an agent uh, in a year. And that's it's tough to make it. It's tough to live on on that little money. Granted, you're trying to build a business, but just know those first couple of years can be lean. They can be really hard. Yeah. And you're going to have to do a lot of work to succeed in that industry. Although, it's a fun industry, man. That's something I've always thought about. Like, oh, that'd be that'd be fun to be a real estate agent, one because I like people, I like homes. It just seems like kind of a perfect fit, something that uh, that I would enjoy. But yeah, um, but yeah, tough industry for sure. Mm-hmm. Let's keep talking about real estate, though, Matt. Like, uh, for for folks that want to shrink their monthly mortgage payment, there's a way to do it. Yeah, and and of course, I think a lot of people would be like, yeah, I'd like to pay less. How do I do it? Well, recasting your loan is going to be the way to make that happen. And some people should consider doing a recast instead of refinancing. 
Dancing. And it, recasting, Matt, doesn't get much press, so most people don't know what it even means. But the Washington Post just wrote an article about it this week, and we think that it makes sense for some folks. Basically, recasting, if your lender's up for it, is when you pay a lump sum towards your loan. Your loan term doesn't change. So let's say you have 20 years left on your mortgage. You still have 20 years left on your mortgage. Your interest rate doesn't change. So you're not doing a refinance. But what changes is your monthly payment amount. So recasting is nice if that lower payment is something that you really, really want. Although it can also make sense just to make a lump sum payment to the principal and keep your payment the same if you can still afford it. You'll pay off the mortgage a whole lot quicker. You'll pay less in interest over the life of that loan. But if a lower payment is what you're after and you've got some extra funds on hand, ask your lender about a recast because typically, unlike a refinance, recasting your loan uh, is fee-free. Yeah, and the closing costs associated with that refinance are typically what keep people from wanting to move in that direction. Uh, and you know, all of these methods too. It's it's worth pointing out here. They assume that paying off your mortgage is a top priority when you have extra cash on hand. And especially, man, you know, given the insanely low rate environment that we're in, aggressively paying off the loan on your home is you know we think for most people not the best way to handle uh, extra cash on hand and so instead we'd recommend for folks to invest more for your future in tax advantaged accounts uh, that can often be better you know for the tax break that you get now uh, but as well for your future returns that you're going to experience over the decades I know some folks want to try to eliminate their mortgages as quickly as possible more from an emotional standpoint but again especially because rates are so low it is worth actually looking at the numbers crunching you know doing the math figuring out you know where it makes the most sense and where you should be putting that money. Yeah, so recasting is an interesting consideration. Uh, just paying more <laughs> towards your mortgage and paying it off more quickly is an interesting consideration. But I agree with you, Matt. I think uh, that it is uh, more of a low priority. And that's what we talked about in our Money Gears episode. I think that was episode 302. Is really something that is only of importance once you get into like Money Gear 7. Once you're really, really ramped up and you're doing a great job investing, you have like no debts. A lot of people do prioritize paying off that mortgage and, and they do it wrongly. That's right, man. Uh, we've got several more more stories that we're going to get to right after the break, including one about some additional student loan forgiveness. We'll get to that one plus a couple others right after this. Joel, I think there are a lot of folks who start small businesses and they're surprised at the amount of behind the scenes, the admin type work that they're not all that thrilled about. Getting your books together with, uh, with some final figures so that you can file your corporate taxes, for instance. That's something we've been in the middle of but it can really gum up the gears, potentially keeping you from doing the work you love. If this is you, you should know these three numbers. 37,000, 25, and 1. That's right. Yeah, 37,000, that's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. And one, because your business is one of a kind. So you get a customized solution for all of your KPIs, key performance indicators, in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need to grow, all in one place. There's a lot of power in the simplification of having all that information in one place. Helps you make better decisions. That's right. And right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash howtomoney. That's netsuite.com slash howtomoney to get your own KPI checklist. netsuite.com slash howtomoney. 
So we've mentioned on the show how we've got a Dominican trip coming up. We're going to celebrate, Joel, you and Emily. You're both turning 40 this year, so we're doing it up right. And a lot of listeners, they might have trips of their own planned. And sometimes those vacations can get expensive. So what better way to offset some of those costs than to have your home earning some money while you're away? Yeah, that's right. Why let it sit empty? When it can be earning extra income on your behalf, it's a smart and practical thing to do. So think it through. Maybe you have some extra space in your home. Maybe you have a whole house to host. Or maybe you're going on vacation and your home is just going to be sitting empty. In every case, you can Airbnb it. You already have the space, so it won't be a huge adjustment. Yeah, I mean, the way I see it, if you're not using your space, you've got two options. You can either let it just sit there empty, or you can do some optimizing and make some money off of it. Really, if you think about it, you already have an Airbnb. You just need to start using it. Your home, it might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host. A big part of being a responsible adult is taking care of the things you care about. For instance, my bike that I ride in to work on. I keep the tires pumped. I keep the chain greased. Gone are the days of leaving your bike out in the rain for weeks at a time, like a kid. (laughs) Simply put, the things futures are built around are the things worth protecting. And making an estate plan now means gaining security of your assets and peace of mind for you and your loved ones. With Trust & Will, you can create and manage a custom estate plan starting at just $199. Go to trustandwill.com slash howtomoney for 10% off plus free document shipping. As the primary breadwinner for our family, I've taken the steps to ensure that Kate and the kids that they're going to be taken care of if something terrible happens to me. Each will or trust is state-specific and customized to your needs. Their simple step-by-step process guides you from start to finish with ease. So get the peace of mind you deserve by creating your estate plan with Trust & Will. Secure your assets and protect your loved ones with Trust & Will. Get 10% off plus free shipping of your estate plan documents by visiting trustandwill.com slash howtomoney. That's 10% off and free shipping at trustandwill.com slash howtomoney. Hey folks, it's Matt. I've got to tell you about something new I've been trying this year. I've been drinking a little Health Aid kombucha every day, and I feel amazing. It comes in so many delicious flavors, but my favorites so far are Pink Lady Apple and Ginger Lemon. So what exactly is Health Aid kombucha? Well, it is a fermented, bubbly, probiotic tea that's good for your gut. It's blended with real fruit juice, and it's super thirst-quenching, a little sweet and a little tangy, and very refreshing. I'm sure you've heard about the importance of gut health and supporting uh, your overall health. It's something I've read up on a good bit over the past year, which is why I've made Health Aid Kombucha a part of my everyday routine. Literally every afternoon, I'll have some. It's super easy, and it's affordable, too. My favorite grocery store, Aldi, they carry it as well. If you want to give it a try and see how great you can feel, look for the brown bottle with an anchor and make Health Aid Kombucha your go-to for a healthier, happier you. All right, it's Friday Flight Day. We got more stories to get to. And yeah, there's a lot of stuff in the news and it impacts your money. And Matt, we like to take a ludicrous headline of the week. Oh, that's right. We forgot to even tease to it. Every single week. Well, this one's Dang interesting. It. And this one, uh, a listener sent this one our way. So, and by the way, we, we like to do a ludicrous headline of the week every Friday. And if you come across just a, a interesting financial headline, something that seems a little wackadoodle. Something crazy. Send it our way. Howtomoneypod at gmail.com. And hopefully we'll include it in next week's Friday flight. This one came from listener Gary. And the headline uh, is from the BBC. It says, fake Elon Musk giveaway scam cost man 400,000 euro. And it's just a really sad story, actually, of a guy losing a ton of money by following a link 
from a fake Elon Musk Twitter account uh, that actually replied to a legit Elon Musk post. So the guy had like the same thumbnail image. And so it, it looked, if you didn't see the at username, yeah. it looked like it was Elon Musk replying to his own. It was like, go here and you know check out free, you can get some free Bitcoin if you click on this link. Yeah, that's that's definitely a tactic because you see the initial you know tweet by somebody, say like Elon Musk, and it's got the blue check mark. It's the actual account. Yep. Uh, and then you know if they reply to that tweet, it looks like a continuation of that thread. It's like, oh, also here are some additional thoughts on that. Right. And that's exactly how he fell prey. Yeah. Man. And he so he clicked the link to the Bitcoin giveaway, and basically it was like they were purporting to double the amount of Bitcoin. Like if you give 10 Bitcoin, you're going to get 20 back. And so he was hoping that he could double his money quickly. And he went all in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's so attempting to double his money in, in just minutes. But it, it was, of course, too good to be true, as this German man found out. And he lost $400,000 in seconds. Yeah, uh, it's pretty ludicrous. Also incredibly sad for that dude. But, you know, he's not the only one to lose money to scams. Uh, scams have really been on the rise and consumers have lost $56 billion to to identity fraud last year, according to a new study from Javelin. Identity fraud is getting more insidious and, and scammers are just stealing more money via you know some of these direct contacts uh, like this Twitter scam. So the best advice that we can give is to just not click on links that you don't know uh, and don't respond to unsolicited calls or emails. And, and you know, in this guy's case, uh, I, th- I think in the story he talked about how it was pretty late at night uh, and we would recommend for you to not make major financial decisions late at night, you yeah. know, as your brain is starting to, to power down for the night. It's a time of vulnerability, I think. And so it's smart to avoid things like that. And it's also another reason too, why having these apps on your phone that allow you to, to buy and sell and to trade and, and to, to buy Bitcoin, you know, essentially on a whim, how that's not something that we would recommend. This is one of the reasons why like I personally have a Robinhood account, but I do not have that app on my phone because I don't want to be tempted into constantly checking it. Uh, I've got to actually log in on my desktop computer in order to do that. So figure out what barriers and, and what kind of margin you need to yeah keep you from making some unwise decisions like that yeah one other thing that makes me think is never give somebody your phone like i, I think sometimes that, that's actually another scam i've seen around is that people be like oh can i see your phone i need to call somebody i'm stranded or something like that hmm. and you wanting to be the nice person you hand them your phone and they pretend to dial the number and talk to somebody but what they actually do is they jump into your venmo account or your cash app account and they send themselves money Ooh. and you have no recourse to get it back typically uh, and, and then two i think matt high pressure tactics are something else to be wary of. There's a a utility scam that's happening around the nation right now, and we can put a a link to an FTC briefing on this in the show notes, but people are calling you and telling you that you haven't paid the power bill, and if you don't pay them immediately over the phone, they'll shut your power off, and it incites a panic in you. It's a high-pressure tactic to get you to, to pay money quickly and that's what they're resorting to is that emotional reaction um, that you're thinking with a different part of your brain than you normally would be right yeah yeah the kids are on the zoom call they're virtual learning and you're like no like we need power (laughs) right well and and especially too they're targeting targeting businesses because like if you're a business and you're busy right well i don't know how many are these days but like imagine a restaurant pre-pandemic times they've got a whole restaurant full of people and they're picturing power going down like that is a terrible situation and so small business owners particularly take note here yeah, when you get a, a phone call like that or, or a link in an email, don't click the link. Don't directly respond to the people that called you. Uh, instead, hang up and call the company directly or go directly to the company's website. And never, of course, give your banking information or your Bitcoin to anyone online or over the phone. I know, like, I think sometimes we read these stories or we hear about these and we're like, man, that 
It's one person who made a really dumb decision, but I, I think we can all potentially fall prey to some of these things, especially you know in emotional moments, which uh, a lot of these scammers are trying to put put us into, or even just using your good nature, your your kindness against you mm-hmm. in order to to steal your money. But let's move on, Matt. Let's talk about cars for a second, and, and you know. W- our second favorite form of personal transportation. <laughs> That's right. Not as nice as bikes, but they do in some circumstances, right? It'll do. Yeah. But interestingly enough, the the product that experienced the most inflation this past year was used cars to the tune of a 17% average increase in price in just seven months. So if you're in the market for a used car, you're going to pay more right now because prices have risen a lot. Uh, it's bad news if you're buying one, but on the flip side, there's great news if you can get rid of a car in your life, which we suggest you attempt to do. Uh, we think a lot of people could get by with having one fewer car, uh, and especially in the new work-from-home environment. And Matt, you know, you, our family became a one-car family recently, part yeah, because, did. because of a lifestyle change, right? We're working on, out of the basement, and um, and that just means I don't have to commute anywhere, which is nice. Well, or it's a half-mile commute, right? Yeah, which, yeah. Which isn't bad. Which you normally bike or walk, yeah. depending on your mood, I guess. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> and which which is which is like really nice. I'll say. But part of the reason, too, that we sold the car was because of this uptick in prices. The Nissan Leaf that we had was a nice car, but it had kind of pitiful range, to be honest. And so, yeah, this car really was losing value quickly. But for a minute, (laughs) the price went up and we wanted to take advantage of that. So we got rid of it, sold it to Carvana for a nice chunk of change. And I think a lot more people, if they thought about it, could take advantage of this moment right now and get paid more money than they thought their car was actually worth. Yeah, most definitely. And yeah, on the note of cars, uh, Consumer Reports, they just published an article about uh, our collective worst nightmare when it comes to automobiles, which are potholes. Oh. <laughs> and I say collective, dude, because AAA estimates that potholes cost us $3 billion in damages every single year. I think we've all experienced a, a pothole ruining our day. Yeah, uh, been and- there. Yeah, you've been there. <laughs> uh, and specifically, too, man, like I don't think we talked about this on the show, but I had to replace some tires on our van a little prematurely. The, and the reason I needed to do that was because of damage to one tire in particular uh, from pothole damage. Basically, like what happens when your tire slams into a pothole, you know, like there's these metal bands in your tire, and a significant impact can either weaken or snap some of those some of those metal bands, and it's something that you may not notice right away, right? Especially too if it's just kind of like not a terrible pothole, but it's something maybe you hit every day on on your way to work, say. Uh, but over time, uh, that spot gets weaker and weaker, and eventually you'll get a bulge. It causes your tire to become unbalanced and it's not something that you want to fix because the, the the safety of the tire has been compromised so all that to say we want you to avoid those potholes and that three billion dollars every year that folks are, are forking over and of course the way you do that is make sure that you're focusing on the road make sure you're not messing with your phone uh, you need to make sure that you're slowing down as well because if there's a pothole you want to make sure that you can easily avoid that and when you swerve maybe to avoid that pothole you want to make sure that you don't crash into a car next to you because you know that would be kind of self-defeating if you're <laughs> trying to avoid a pothole to uh, not ruin your car, but then you end up crashing into another vehicle. Yeah, don't do that. That would be terrible. And so that takes, you know, like situational awareness, essentially. Like you need to be aware of the cars around you. That way you can make a small move like that, a small little maneuver without completely wrecking your vehicle. Yeah, Matt, a couple other ways that you can do something about the potholes in your area too that are causing much consternation would be to report them to the city. And so like our city has 311 and I know a lot of cities have 311. You dial 311, you report where the pothole is and you know oftentimes it's just that the city doesn't know that it exists and they don't come out to fix it because of that. And so yeah, a crew will typically come out in order to repair that pothole. So report it there. There's also sometimes I remember there was a guy on a local TV station 
they literally called him the pothole guy. And <laughs> you would report your pothole, <laughs> your terrible pothole to him, and he would call the city on your behalf. He'd like get some media attention about it. That's and funny. So I don't know if other cities have a pothole guy. But. I thought you were going to say that he just shows up and does it himself. <laughs> he, he's like your local Ron Swanson where he shows up with some, some cold pour asphalt and tamps it down for you. <laughs> hey, I mean, I guess you could like utilize your own little asphalt army too in your yeah. neighborhood and, and start repairing your own potholes. But yeah, potholes are the worst and, and they can cause major tire damage and just like a lot of frustration. It's just, it's like the worst feeling to hit a massive pothole yeah. and you're like, rocks your whole vehicle. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It, it like makes you want to grit your teeth. Uh, man, let's talk about student loans. You know, we touched last week on some student loan forgiveness news, how, how taxes are, are going to be waived on student loans that will be forgiven in the next five years through really programs? Well, the uh, Biden administration has granted new relief targeting folks that attended for-profit universities, uh, and roughly 72,000 borrowers are eligible to receive around $1 billion in loan cancellation. This is called the uh, Borrower Defense to Repayment Program. Uh, And what's really important here is that you have to prove that you were defrauded or misled. So, for instance, if the school you attended, if they lied about job placement after graduation, or if they lied about promises about like what you would earn after graduation, that's the type of activity uh, where you might be able to qualify for that loan forgiveness. We'll link to more info on the Borrower Defense Program over at studentaid.gov. They've got a, a page set up over there. Yeah, and if you went to a for-profit university, it's not going to be all that hard to, <laughs> to prove that you were defrauded or misled because a lot of those for-profit universities were using some pretty shady tactics to try and attract students to their schools. And be patient but persistent as well because the Department of Education is a little overwhelmed these days. But like Matt said, we'll link to where you can apply for that forgiveness. And speaking of applications, Matt, the uh, the most selective schools have been inundated with applications uh, with students who want to attend those schools and they're having to delay admission selections because some of them are seeing like 30 or 40 percent more applications overall there's just a lot more to wade through right and this is really a problem in particular with like ivy league schools and other highly selective schools because they've waived their typical sat and act score requirements this year and so a lot more people are like going to give it a shot they're like well why not you know? uh, yeah they, they might have figured that they didn't have much of a shot uh, if, if they had to submit their sat or act but without having to have a super ridiculously high SAT or ACT test score, they're thinking that this is their year to get into the school of their dreams. Yeah, and interestingly, uh, data from Common App, which is a standard application a ton of schools use, they show that even though applications were up 11%, the number of applicants only rose by 2.4%. So that kind of verifies what you're saying there, Joel, uh, that more applications are being sent out, many of which are being sent to those more prestigious schools. It's definitely kind of an interesting experiment to see like what kind of uh, students they actually end up accepting, uh, what the class of 2025 ends up looking like. And actually, on that note, too, we'll talk more about college in the COVID era and specifically saving money on college. Uh, we're going to have that conversation on Monday with the, the New York Times money guy, Ron Lieber. So you can look forward to that uh, after this weekend. Yeah, Ron's book has been many, many years in the making. A lot of research, a lot of personal experience. Ron is a brilliant dude, so I'm really excited to, to share that conversation with everyone on Monday. Yes. But we hope you have a great weekend and head to our website, howtomoney.com, for show notes and links to some of the things we talked about for this episode. That's right, man. So that's going to be it. Until next time. Best friends out. Best friends out.
Upswell Marketing would like to remind listeners that most people don't belong to two gyms. They don't see two dentists or trust two auto repair shops. So when customers choose your small business over your competitors, they're really choosing you. Upswell Marketing's unique approach includes direct mail, search engine marketing, and social media ads. And in fact, that formula and media mix has fueled more than 10,000 small business success stories. And new customers receive 15% off their first order when they mention that they heard about Upswell on this podcast. For more information, visit upswellmarketing.com. Hey, it's Matt here for Health Aid Kombucha. This bubbly probiotic tea blended with real fruit juice is deliciously thirst-quenching and great for your gut health. Health Aid Kombucha comes in many flavors like Pink Lady Apple, Passion Fruit Tangerine, and Ginger Lemon, which is one of my favorites since it has that extra ginger kick. I'm a big fan, though the kids prefer the the mango lemonade. It's organic, it's non-GMO, and a great alternative to sodas and other sugary drinks. Just look for the brown bottle with an anchor in your local stores. Give it a try today. Make Health Aid Kombucha your go-to for a healthier, happier you. Supercharge your work decks with AI-powered Canva presentations. All you do is start with a prompt. You describe your, your presentation in a few words, and Canva presentations will generate captivating slides that you can then customize in seconds. Canva presentations are designed for every workplace and every department. Whether you work in sales, marketing, HR, ops, and more, Canva presentations can generate any deck you want for work. Sales decks, marketing presentations, onboarding plans, you name it. Any department can save time on any presentation with AI. Generate slides and seconds with Canva presentations at canva.com. Designed for work. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today.